Hello and welcome to Don't Feed the Geeks, presented by the Long Island Comic Guys, the masters of the geeky verse. Well, welcome back, Geek Freaks. I am TC, joined as always by. Oh, JJ's not here. He's oh, on vacation. <laughs> but Toy Story is here. What's up, guys? And our very special guest, our interview guest, it's been a while since we've done an interview, Cliff from Lost for Toys in West Hempstead. He's on location today. Cliff, how the hell are you, buddy? <laughs> DC, what's going on, um, Comic Guys? What's up? Uh, we're, we're doing great. I mean, thank you so much for having us again. Uh, psyched to be here. And uh, yeah, man. Psyched. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man, Cliff. All right. I'm, I'm glad you were able to join us. This is an official invitation. The other one was the casual Instagram one. So um, before we get into our interview with Cliff, we just want to remind everybody, if you're not already subscribed, please do so. Hit that subscribe button. Hit that little bell um, so you get the notifications for each episode when it comes out. If you enjoyed what you saw, give us a thumbs up. If you didn't, you don't have to give us a thumbs down. It's fine. And if you're, if you're curious, if you want to interact with us more, Hit us up in the comments, or you can uh, reach out to us on our social media at uh, at Li Comic Guys and at Don't Feed the Geeks Podcast. And uh, we're on Facebook too, right? Somebody does that. JJ monitors the Facebook. Side, he does that so. usually, yeah. Yeah. All right, Cliff. So this is it. It's official. You're here. I think we did your origin story when we did the geeking uh, geeking out live on Instagram, but I don't remember what you said. So <laughs> let's wow. do it again. What is it that got you into this crazy world of geekdom? Share with us today. Oh, wow. Uh, well, obviously, uh, the storefront, we're, we're uh, nine months in already. We opened up during the pandemic. And so far, it's been so good. Uh, everything's been great. We started collecting. I've always been into it, always been into toys. Uh, I, I really got back into it when I was working my other job. I worked for the phone company. And I'll never forget that a buddy of mine had came in and had all of the Marvel Legend figures. <clears throat> no, excuse me. It wasn't Marvel Legend. It was uh, McFarlane, the movie Maniacs. So here I am in the break room. And he had, you know, it was like Jason and Leatherface and you know, <laughs> Freddy Krueger. So the hunt began. And that's where really the collecting aspect came into it. So here we are running into all the Toys R Us's when they were around, the KB's. We were looking for the variants. Um I think I said it prior. I believe that like McFarlane is the founder of the feast. He started it. He, he revamped everything when he started coming out with his action figures. So that was so you uh, mean like on the collectible side, like that's he's what really side, made it yes. like into like a collectible item, right? Yeah. 100%. He made, you know, he made, yeah, he definitely brought it to a different level. The realism of it, it was just unbelievable. So we started collecting from there. Uh, when I was on my hunts, we started going to local comic shops and then I ran to my second love, and it was Bowen Designs, which <laughs> you can oh, see yeah. behind you with all the statues. You 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 oh, understand yeah. that yeah, the love I, for it. I've got a couple Bowens over there. Oh, <laughs> it's amazing. And that's yeah. what it was. So then we started collecting the Bowens. And from that point, I wound up talking to a couple of lo local comic shops, finding out what I would get if we did like a wholesale, if we bought a, you know, a number of items. And then we started doing the accounts and we started selling online. We did eBay and Amazon, it wasn't Amazon at the time, it was a lot of eBay. And I think it was 2000, 2000 2001, we did our first Comic-Con. It was with uh, the Big Apple with Mike Carbonero. Mm -hmm. I remember it was like in a little dingy church and you know we had the table set up, we had all the statues in front of us. 
And I want to say it was like the show opened up at 10 o'clock and at 10, 15, it was one of those things where we made our first sale and we were like, oh my God, this is <laughs> two, statues, two statues sold. We were psyched. I don't think we did a sale for another three, four hours. Uh, that, so that, yeah, that was like the first show. Uh, we traveled around, we did all over the East Coast. You know, we were basically uh, in Long Island, but then we started getting out to Boston and Connecticut. We did Chicago, we were in DC and Virginia. And the shows grew. So it was it was tough though, because doing a full-time job and having a toy business, it was, you know, like every time you did a show, you had to have a killer time. You know, you had to yeah. make sure the show was amazing. And it wasn't always like that. So we suffered for a lot of years. Um, we ran into a lot of problems in uh, 2019 to give you a little bit of a sob story. You know, you know what happened. We had, uh, we, we had a horrible show out in the West coast. Uh, we we had uh, pallets that were missing and lost when they were found, they were destroyed. We had the van broken into. So it was oh, like wow. really, yeah. I mean, in 2019, we were done. We were pretty much calling it quits and everybody knows me. I, I, I hated the business for like the last 10 years. It was just, it was just not fun anymore. And then, you know, a few things turned around with the pandemic, uh, online business picked up and it just became fun again. Like things were selling. I was making money. I was enjoying collecting again. And then obviously, uh, you know, I was talking to my partner, Danny, about opening up a storefront and he was totally on board. And I mean, pretty much everybody I knew was against it, but we went, <laughs> oh my God, it was horrible. I mean, my mother was like, you don't do this. It's a pandemic. You don't want to get involved with it in a retail store. You're not going to do well. And my brother was telling me, you know, the business is not not what you think it is. And, you know, people don't collect like that. People want to, you know, they're buying more necessity, uh, things for necessity and all. But we opened the store. We turned around, got the keys on November 5th. Uh, it took us literally three weeks. We tore this place apart. We 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 put a new floor in. We ripped the carpet up. We, we did the walls over. We put a slat wall, the roof. The entire lighting. We got all new fixtures. We did every single thing, including getting merchandise merchandise on the floor within three weeks of the day. Yeah, it was impressive. Yeah, thank you. I mean, listen, I, I, there was a lot of love put into it. Um, we we wound up opening up the day after Thanksgiving, and honestly, it's it's been great. It's it's uh, we're learning every day. I mean, um, considering you know the time of the year it was, it was, it was a pretty nice crowd too. The, you know, you, you you controlled it due to the restrictions, but you know, there was some people waiting outside. I, you know, I, I remember coming in on black Friday, the only shopping I did on black Friday. <laughs> and we, uh, and honestly, I, I appreciate, yes, the support and the business, of course. Uh, it was wild. It was, we were safe. We tried to keep everything good. Uh, you know, going through protocol, everybody wears a mask. We were trying to keep, like you said, the crowd from getting in the store. And it just, the support's been amazing. It's been great. It's been- And, and you guys have done a beautiful job at the store. I mean, everything looks clean and neat and everything's always displayed really well. I mean, I, I give you guys a lot of kudos for that because you know, you and me both know like what some shops look like. And it's just like, you walk in and it's just like, I don't even want to dig in this <laughs> yeah, store. It, it, it gets a little wild. Some stores, yeah. I mean, I'll never knock anybody else. What what yeah, we're not we're not calling out anyone by name, but yeah, their their locations are what they're comfortable with. But we wanted we wanted something more. I mean, this is a passion thing. It's I, I love this. I do like I I walk into my store and I just I love it. I do. It's it is not a negative moment. I mean, it's been great as far as the business itself. But I mean, the love that we put into it, and I want it to be a comfortable place where 
you know, the mom would come shopping for her kids and it's not just the, the collector and, you know, it, it, I want something for everybody. So it's, it's been, uh, and, and again, like, I, I don't, I, I don't want you to take this as just like, you know, just praise for the sake of praise. Um, it's totally has that vibe. Like I was telling people, like there's actually neighbors who I had never spoke to before, never said anything about your store. I was like, Oh yeah. They're like, have you been to this toy store in like West Hempstead? And I was like, uh, uh, it's a cool lost for toys. They're like, yeah. I was like, yeah, I know it very well. And, and how it's just amazing like, is that? I met them the other day. I mean, I knew who they were, yeah. but they mentioned you. And I'm like, wait, who's your neighbor? And they said, TC, yeah. like, get out of here. I, mean, <laughs> I love your son, Tanner. Yeah. He's yeah. Great. Uh, yeah. He actually, we did a contest. It was uh, when we were two months in, we did basically like a little raffle where if, you know, you made a purchase, you got a raffle ticket. And there was a, I think we gave out a $50, uh, $50 gift card and it turned out to be Tanner won it. And it was great yeah. because it wasn't someone I knew. You know, when you do, when you yeah, do like, I know you're always worried about oh, that, right? <laughs> yeah, you do the raffle. It's like, oh, great, you know, TC won or <laughs> it's cool. I'm psyched, yeah. but it was good to know somebody that we didn't know won, won it. So he was excited. He came right. in, he was grabbing things. It was great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but that that is the great thing about the store. Like you have the stuff for like the collector, like the old guy like us who are trying to hold up childhood. <laughs> the old guy like me. <laughs> yeah, all of us, all of us. I mean, <laughs> I mean, uh, Toy Story here is making himself look old too. Like he's he's not as old as <laughs> as all the hair suggests, but um, yeah, it's, it's great. So, you know, kids can come in. Like I can bring my daughter to your store, and she's like, she has a great time in there. She'll pick out one to five uh, things. Yeah. <laughs> uh, You're cursing me out, out when you leave under your yeah. breath. You're like, oh, I'm bringing her back. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I do want to back up a little bit, though. Okay, you jumped go. way ahead to a whole bunch of different stuff. Oh, sorry. Sorry. I apologize. So you have a little experience in another area, too, <laughs> besides toys. And I know I don't know if you want to talk about this. I'm going to bring it up anyway. Okay. So you've done a little acting in your career. It, it, it That no is, way. yeah, it's my, that I would have to say was my first love. I uh, Really? Wow. Yeah, I, I miss it. I, I love the uh it's just everything about it the excitement i mean i'm a huge movie buff and it what an actor can do and and the story that everything's put together with the directors and the whole team and it just it's amazing i mean it's i mean you know how it is you you get taken away when you watch a movie so with oh, the acting uh, i did it for a, a good amount of years i i started out with that i was doing like a lot of background work and I got a little frustrated with that. So we went into uh, theater and I was doing a lot of independent films, a lot of student films. And I started to pick up some speed. It was good. It's just that it got frustrating because so many films that I did didn't go anywhere. You know, you do these projects, you waste whatever is three weeks or two months on there. And you meet some great people. You meet total jerks on the set. But it's, you put your time, you put your passion, you put your love into it. And the film doesn't get made. And yeah. half the time when you're not super famous or you don't know the right people you're, you're struggling and doing a lot of these films for nothing because I, I have friends yeah. to this day they're still hustling and they're doing projects and they they have you know good parts on tv film uh tv projects and films and they're still struggling it's uh it's not no business is easy but that business is definitely very difficult but yes it was my first love i i i do miss it dearly maybe one day i will dabble back into it but uh it seems so long ago i think i lost my confidence and like you were saying before getting old and you know, i mean i still have my hair so i still got my hair i am getting uh, uh you know a little little older a little fatter I'm not great. 
So, so did you do anything we might have seen, or will you uh, show us something one day? <laughs> uh, I could definitely show you a few things. There's a few gritty projects that I did, as far as uh, uh, very dark roles. Uh, I, I, the last project I I worked on was with Stephen Bauer, which was kind of cool because I had a one-on-one scene with him, and he made sure he went out of his way to tell myself and the director how talented I was, and I'm like, wait. You're saying I'm talented? Oh, like, awesome. oh my God, you're amazing. But it was that's cool. Awesome. It was a nice one-on-one scene. And, uh, you know, that was probably one of the last projects I worked on, which, you know, like I said, it was a few years back. And, you know, I get calls every now and then for people doing these independent films and, you know, want me to work with them. So we'll, we'll see. Who knows? I mean, listen, it happened with Joe Pesci. Joe Pesci had walked away from acting. He that's was true. done. Yeah, he, he was done. He went back to the family business. He was working with a restaurant. And all of a sudden... De Niro and Scorsese, he's like, listen, we have a part for you. And he's like, no, I don't want to audition. They're like, no, you have the part. Raging <laughs> Bull and the rest of the Academy awesome. Awards, I think, and all that kinds of stuff. So, yeah, it's wild. And he was, did Home Alone, which launched his <laughs> Which I do have his Funko Pop from Home Alone. Like, I don't do know if he's really? known for that oh, more than anything else, but yeah. Thank, thank God my daughter didn't uh, see that one. She's a big Home Alone fan now, too. So, um. When did you first start seeing like Funkos hit the scene? Uh, it was I, I can, can I name drop. Is that okay? Sure. Yeah, because my my buddy Ralph from Toytastic, he uh, he used to be with me uh, many many moons ago when he branched off to his own business and he 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 got into it first. And I saw you know what was going on and I kind of you know jumped on a little bit with that and it was. Probably New York Comic Con, I would say 12, 12 years ago. And it wasn't huge, but it was. It so, was like 2008, maybe 2009? Uh, maybe even a little bit before that. It might, yeah. It oh, might have right. been before that. Okay. Yeah, 2008. Yeah. Um, I kind of like laid dormant for a while. That was a year we kind of didn't do anything. So, maybe it was 2009, whatever. It was around that time. But I, I remember, you know, The Wizard of Oz. I'm like, he's beautiful. Like, yeah. There was nothing nothing at the time that was really nice with wizard of oz so seeing that was like wow and then they started doing the friends series and all that and i you know uh the simpsons it was it, there were some things that came out they were very eh. but yeah. now it's so funny because you look at the earlier pieces i mean they're, they're, they're ridiculous you know that thundercats the he-man yeah. it's just it's insane so i mean yeah i would say like the wizard of oz was probably the first one i saw that you know jumped at me and that's why Dude. i jumped on board <laughs> Do you remember the the first one that you bought for yourself? Oh wow! Uh, first one for myself. I didn't collect them for a very <laughs> long time. I stayed away. I sold it's them. I smart. didn't collect them. I would say, oh my god, what would be the first Funko Pop? I might have to go to. I might have to call a friend on this one. Hold on. <laughs> what do you think? The first one. I'm talking to my son. If for everybody that's wondering, <laughs> my little guy Gavin's in the background, and yeah. One of those. He's saying probably Looney Tunes. So okay. Um, nice. For the first one, I, I don't even know. Yeah, I got way too many now. <laughs> I'm sure they you do. Many. And they have like an interesting history too, didn't they? They started out as just like bobbleheads or something like that, right? Yeah. When they came, when they came, they they transferred over to Funko Pops. The 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 buyers that the they hated them. Yeah. Like, there's nobody liked them. They were just like, oh, these are horrible. You know, they were really like. <laughs> That, like you said, the original bobbleheads, the longer ones, and you know, it was definitely a whole different uh genre where they, they transferred over and nobody liked him at first. And like this Freddy guy, like cause so I know there's this special Freddy Funk. Is he like the 
the guy who who they originally made the characters from. It was like they the all look like, yeah, he's, he's like the, the mascot. Yeah, so they, they do a Funko Freddy for every single thing you could think of. It's it's it's, it's wild. Those are <laughs> prob- those are definitely some of the most expensive ones. Yeah, they're like the high end Grails. I think there's a Boba Fett, and there's 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 a bunch. It's, it's so would you say like top five like most expensive would they all be Freddy um, inspired characters? I would say three out of five. Wow. Three out of five. Yeah, and I think that's, there's one that's a Star Wars one. Like so, just uh, straight Star Wars. That's yeah. worth. So what are we talking about? Like, what's the number one? Like, is that like as the most desirable? Is there like an action comics one? That's crazy you say that because I've never seen it and I don't even know that it exists, but they did one of the Funko uh, Fun Days. They did a Willy Wonka theme where they gave out candy bars and you found a golden ticket. You wound up getting, I think it was one out of 10 and it was Willy Wonka and the Chalka Factory. It was was, uh, both of them. It was a two pack and, uh, yeah, supposedly it's you know like a twenty thousand dollar piece. Wow! Yeah, one so, so and it's a Willy Wonka character. Yeah, it was a, it was a the, it was Willy Wonka and then it was Charlie, I believe. It was wow. a two pack. Oh, is it two? So it's a two pack of them. Yes. And how, is it a one of one or the, is there like a few of them? No, there's ten. Oh, ten there's and ten. 12. Okay. So yeah. That's it insane. So wow. wow. Yeah. From what I know, I've never seen it. I. I couldn't even imagine owning it, but yeah. Like <laughs> uh, I would sell it instantly. Is there any character you're like shocked that they haven't made one out of yet? Spaceballs. Oh, interesting. How have they not done that? Spaceballs, are you kidding me? That'd be amazing if they did that. <laughs> and, what's, and what's the holdup with it? Is it just getting the licensing for, for certain characters? I would think so. That's pretty much every. They Disney. probably have designs ready to go for so many. Yeah, <laughs> like whenever they get the approvals. I do have to say this is like one of the few things where I've seen like a company have the licenses to so many different properties, and I think that's why there's such an appeal for the Funkos. It's because literally whatever you're a fan of, there's a Funko for it, and you can collect it. Like you, you yeah. mentioned Friends before, or like Seinfeld. I know you have a ton of those in store, or yeah. like you know Willy Wonka. You know Back to I the Future. Angus Young here. There yeah. you go, ACDC. Come on, <laughs> Angus Young. Please, come on. Thing. It's just everything. <laughs> everything. Like, Literally whatever you're into. It's crazy too because they're getting into uh they're doing comic book covers now. So yeah, it's like I have that. the action comic they did. I have right there. Yeah, <laughs> it's insane. I mean it's amazing. The box. Yeah. So cool. And then they do the album covers. So they really they really they did a wonderful job bringing bringing the industry around. I mean, they're they're definitely a big part of it. Now they got the Funko Soda. They just got a license now with uh uh, I think a Panini card. So they're doing sports cards now. So I guess it's going to be mm-hmm. some, I haven't seen them yet. So I gather it's going to be like a Funko pop with a sports card behind it. So wow. it's interesting. They're still, they're trying to find new ways to, you know, keep on reinventing themselves. Um, hmm, that's funny. Like, I, mean, I know you talk about Funko, but like, you know, it's like with our store, we're not just Funko. We, we sell everything you think of. I mean, we deal with all kinds of action figures and yeah. we have statues and we do comics and we have shirts and hats and book bags, cups. We have original artwork, all kinds of prints. So we're, you know, Funko is definitely a very big part of our business, but we, we are definitely a collectible toy store. We have things for, like you said, kids stuff. And it's, uh, you know, we, we wanted to be well-rounded. I know that for a fact. Yeah, no, and I definitely think you guys are. And it's funny that you actually brought that up because I was going to say, actually, besides Funkos, what would you say 
is like the store's biggest seller. Like, I, and I'm including sunk uh, the the sodas in that too. It, sodas with Funko, yeah. yeah. Right at the Funko, it's comics. Yeah. And, oh and wow, we, really? Yeah, and we don't even have a big section of comics, but it, it's yeah. wild. It's just you know how it is. It's 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 insane how people are so driven to buy comics now. You have people that never yeah. collected, and they want to come in, and, and they they're, they're curious about key books, and you yeah, know they don't mind. Comic collectors have like doubled over the last year. Yeah, well, you have different kind of money getting into it now. I think uh, CGC was just bought by a corporate company, and so they're seeing the money with CGC. Blackstone uh, hedge fund. Yeah, Yeah, exactly, which I don't know if it's going to hurt it or help it, but yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know if they can get any worse at this point. (laughs) Well, yeah, I just uh, just found out my grade on my Morbius uh, Amazing Spider-Man 101. I was pretty uh, ticked off. Ticked off. No, it was horrible. (laughs) <laughs> I, I got a grade on my so I have an eight oh on that and I was like I thought that was pretty rough, but apparently like it's it's not easy to get a high grade on those. No, yeah. I'm it's getting just certain books, yeah, that they're they're just beating them up. A one five. That's what I got. What? Yes. I Wait, mean what? I know there was a, <laughs> there was a piece of the cover rip it, ripped, but but they said that the, the cover was detached, so they damaged the book uh, even more and it went down. But I know that's this yeah. there's comics that are that are ones that have no cover at all. So how can that be with like missing a piece or rip and ah, it, uh, it just it's frustrating. Yeah, it's very very frustrating. That's a whole another conversation. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You we're can not, join, a, you can join us for that show too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you have a ton of sideshow too. So you actually have an account with sideshow. Correct? Yes, correct. So you, I was actually telling uh, Toy Story before. I was like, you get new sideshows, and I, and I feel like you don't get like ten or twelve because I know they're not that easy to move. But the ones you do get. You move them pretty quickly. I I remember like hesitating for a second on that Superman, you know, uh, Clark Kent to Superman. Yeah, cool sideshow. And you're like, it's gone. <laughs> oh, oh man. <laughs> we, like I said before, it's it's. I feel very fortunate. Uh, it's very humbling. We we built up in the nine months a very good customer base with the store, but we've been doing this for twenty years. So I have. Yeah a good customer base besides that, a good support team. So people knew who we were before the store. So yeah, we, but we do get some sideshow stuff in and, and it, you know, I'm, I'm very fortunate for it to move out as fast as it does. So, and I, you're right, I don't, I order maybe one, two, sometimes three, four pieces, but it's never more than that. It, it's, they're big. They're, they're hard to, uh, to yeah. store more than anything. That's really, Listen, really- I, I tried to display as many as I can. I'm like, you can see some of these, they're packed in as much as they can be. And I still have like 18 that are in No, the it looks amazing. It does. It looks amazing. It's just like I, I need more rooms, but I'm not allowed to escape from the basement with the statues. <laughs> oh, no, it's such a shame. I, mean, I need a separate house just for my collection. <laughs> I was thinking about that too. Don't don't yeah. uh, don't get me in trouble here. Maybe we'll go have these. We'll, we'll, we'll come Fair back. Yeah, no, seriously, we could do that. Hundred percent. Yeah, I, I'll never be home though. That's the only problem. <laughs> that's, the pro- that's the problem with the store. I love. Yeah, being here. that's yeah. it. I, I do. What would you say, like, and I and I don't mean to put uh to ma- put math on your plate here. What would you say, like, percentage base between how many customers you have coming in that were existing versus how many new? Uh, wow, that's, no, that's not a that's an interesting question. I don't think I have really uh, tried to break that down. Uh, we definitely got a good amount of new customers uh, when the, when the store had opened up. But I would say for my return customer base right now, I want to say 80% of probably new customers wow. that, that came in when the store opened up. 
Wow. I mean, that, that has to be the ratio. I mean, that's, it's, it's wild. I, I, uh, yeah, it's, it's wild how many new people came in, came in to visit and they like, they love the store and it's just yeah. they've been customers since, but yeah, it might be, you know, I, I mean, the peel and look is like, is such an important thing too. Like, even if you're not getting someone to buy that first time they're coming in, they, they, they come in, they look around and your store is definitely one of those stores where people linger for sure. There's a lot to see and you know, they're, they're going to take it in and you know, maybe they didn't buy that day, but they're going to tell someone else and they're going to come back. And I think that's the greatest thing about having a store, to be honest with you. I mean the, you know, there's all these overhead and stuff like that. You have to worry about too, obviously, which is, you know, balances it out. But I mean, like the the number of people you bring in compared to like just doing the shows has ha has to be such a huge difference, right? Yeah, it's pretty wild. But that's why I was saying like eighty percent because I've noticed just like you said, someone comes in the store, they might pick up a little something for the kids, and then they tell you know all their other friends, and all of a sudden a group of kids are coming in, you know, teenagers, young yeah. adults, and five or six of them come in, and then the next week one comes back with two other people. So it's just it's it's definitely starting to pick up speed and. Uh, it's pretty wild. And you said like this again, I, I witnessed this when you were doing your, uh, whatnot, is it whatnot sale? Yeah, I, didn't, I didn't realize how big, and you know, I should have, because I have seen a few of the customers in your store start to really pick these up, but these sodas have like exploded. Like oh when God, did these I things really that. start? <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. It's, we, we, we started getting them in, uh, when the store opened up and at first they were okay. And like you said, we, we were dealing with a few people on whatnot and we were wholesaling stuff out. And then, uh, you know, we kept our order pretty high and then all of a sudden people got wind that we have it. And the reality is you go to bigger places that are more corporate, you know, people are opening up the sodas looking for the chase. The biggest thing with the soda though is it's chasing the chase. Yeah. So what they're doing is they're making it fun. First of all, the packaging is unbelievable. I yeah. mean, it's cool. This little soda the can. The can's the best part of it. <laughs> it is. And the pog, it's amazing. So people are running to find these chases. And that's what they love about the store here because there's chases out there. I don't look for the chases. I open yeah. up clean six packs. I put them out there. And, you know, people come in hunting for them. But, yeah, the soda's all, the soda's all about. It's the packaging. And yeah. it's wild. Like you saw it on Whatnot, our first auction, our first live auction. It was it was crazy. I mean, that was just another outlet that we started on. And I'm psyched to be part of that uh, site. And, I, you know, I'm looking forward to doing another one also. So since you we, we brought that up as well. Okay. So how did you like that experience? I think you're probably the first person we've really talked to who's done a Whatnot like, how did you like how it went? I know. So, so the thing about that is you can do auction and buy it now sales, right? Yeah. The, the one thing they, they need to fix. And it's funny. Cause I was talking to one of the guys who one of the head people that run the site. Mm -hmm. Every time you do an auction, you have to scan things in. Yeah. So that's a little difficult because if you have stuff listed on their site, you can't just transfer that over to the live auction. Now, granted everything you put on auction, I understand you have to scan, but there should be something where you could transfer over. And there's another thing too that they don't have where you can't put full sets up. Like you said with Seinfeld, you can't just put up an auction of buy it now for all eight of them. You know, I don't know how to create that auction unless I'm missing something. Yeah. Uh, so they have to get a little, little more to times with that. But the experience overall was cool. Uh, it was definitely a lear learning curve. Cur learning curve, excuse me. We uh, we took a hit on a, a handful of things, but we learned how to set the times as far as not let the auctions run too long. You know, you have to, you have to have a good tempo with it. Cause if you don't have a good tempo, it's just, you know, it's like anything else. People are just like, 
oh my god this guy <laughs> up. you know the auction's five minutes long and they want to move on so you gotta you know you gotta make it quick you gotta make it fun and it, it was definitely a learning curve so i, I enjoyed it uh, obviously you you know me i could talk Till the cows come home so yeah. it's like, it was it was a fun night you know i i'm not gonna lie I, I i was in attendance for a little while and i i had a good time there it's it's just fun i love being in that environment and i know you you know even with the conventions we only did like a handful ourselves you know before like COVID hit and we stopped doing them i mean i think i think eventually we'd like to start doing them again for sure like we need to get you know proper equipment and racks again and stuff like that mm -hmm. but it's it's just fun i love being at shows i love like you know talking to people who it's like you're it's it's literally and, and the same thing with your store it's like talking you're going to a place where people speak the same language as you like you know yeah. like you when you're around like family and friends who like who know about this stuff but aren't into it like you're into it it feels like they're like prodding you with like all these questions and it's just like it's like non-stop where they don't know meanwhile like you know when we're in the store and we're all chatting it's like you know we could have a conversation that like you know any you know dan dick or charlie will come in and be like what the hell are those guys talking about you, so, you nailed it you nailed yeah. it it's like it's like being with familiar people family yeah. of course it was like today we, we had a, a, a i want to say 15 or so people and it was all different groups and one person's talking about anime and the other person jumps in they're like get out of here you collect this this guy like, <laughs> i went to funko headquarters and it's just like it was it was insane like the conversations and it was just like it was so many different people from different backgrounds and here they are all everybody shared a common interest and it was cool like you said it's just and you learn like when people come in and talk about anime I'm just learning about anime. It's like every day when they come in, like we're learning something. They someone mentions something new, and it's like it's 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 cool. It's uh, it's definitely an exciting, fun thing. Yeah, that's awesome. That's um, that's my favorite part about it too. And it is crazy diverse too. Like you see, like I was like the comic book fan literally touches everyone from race, religion, sex, credo, whatever it is. It's just you nailed like, it. There's there's someone who's a comic book fan in any category that's out there. To be honest, with and you. and and any position too. Like you, yeah. you have CEOs of companies that are major comic collectors, and you know whether it's the blue collar worker or whatever it is, it just everybody yeah. loves it. It's crazy. I mean, there's a, a huge the the huge head of my company and i won't say his name because i'll get in trouble um this, he's a huge star wars fan he has he has the entire first set in their original boxes sealed and graded in his office like he's got like a wow. like original star wars posters in there i mean he's a huge superman guy i mean it's just it, it's awesome i think he's got yeah I, I mean he's got like babe ruth like he's a yankees fan too he's got babe ruth signed balls like in his office it's just like it's cool to see like that level of like appreciation really across yeah. the gamut of you know people out there no it's awesome and back to the shows too like you said with the shows when you were doing them mm -hmm. i love the shows be like you said because the energy and the different people yeah. and but getting back into it the last two shows that we did it, it, the shows weren't bad it was just grueling on my body yeah it was just a dream. yeah it was, it was it was it was by the end of the week and i hated it because you know every single part of my body hurt it was like then you had to break down and you know it's raining outside and, like, <laughs> and you're like this sucks i was like you know i just want to be in my store right now so but the good part of it was besides moving product, we gained so many customers by yeah. doing local shows. Like every single person that came to the booth were like, the shop's 15 minutes away. Stop by. Right. And people came in and you know, like, like we keep on saying it's they're, they're loving it so far. Yeah. So that's I'm great about doing local, yeah. local shows. Like, yes. oh yeah, the shop's right here. 15 minutes away. Yep. 
Yeah, it's great for networking. Versus for sure. like New York Comic Con or something like, oh, where are you located? Oh, three hours up. <laughs> exactly. Like, yeah, we'll see you. Never. We'll see you next year. Yes. Exactly. Same spot? Yes. <laughs> so what's uh, what's the rarest pops that you've had in the shop or, or you've sold – you know, in, in your pop career, I guess it doesn't have to be a pop, maybe like the rarest item you sold. I'm only laughing because my son's like in the background going, he's giving me all these signs to tell me what, <laughs> what, what sold. Uh, we've had an insane amount of pops come through the store in the nine months. I mean, we've been buying collections. Uh, it's been crazy because there's things that I bought that I didn't even know. Like you were talking <laughs> about Star Wars. Yeah, you were talking about Star Wars. And it's crazy because like you take – the original Star Wars, they were calling them blue labels, and there was like a bigger writing on them. I had okay. no idea. So when I bought them, it's like, you know, you look at it and you go, okay, Boba Fett's 25 bucks. The box just had different writing on it. It's like a $250 pop. <laughs> so we had, like, we had a, an insane Star Wars collection come in here. That was all original blue label. We had uh, the entire Breaking Bad set that was in here at one time. Scott Pilgrim. Uh, we wound up getting a hands-on... Uh, the Back to the Future, all those pops, and the one that just came out from Plastic Empire that was a uh, Comic-Con exclusive. We got our hands on those. So it's it's just uh, we've had, as, as far as like price-wise, it's crazy. We, we've had some very, very high-end pieces come through here. And then, like you said, Sideshow. Sideshow's been in and out. Uh, some comics. We've had some great comics uh, that, that that are still in the store and that have moved. Uh, it's, 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 it's all over the place, TC. It's, it's crazy. Yeah, the Spider-Man ones that were there that I didn't have, I I, the, I took those though. You have some, you had some doubles left, Kelly. <laughs> I, um, no, that actually they went. The nine point sixes went this week, so they're oh, gone. Oh, did they? That's awesome. Yeah, yeah they're gone. Uh, right. I still have nine point eights, but I, I'm like you, I have them in my collection. So <laughs> I have to keep a few things because otherwise, what's the point? You got it. Yeah, I love that. You can't sell everything. I no, you, if you listen, if you don't love this, it, there's no point in doing yeah, it. Yeah, I've heard some dealers and stuff say like, oh, you know, I'm a dealer, so everything's for sale. But uh, I feel like. Uh, you could, uh, both. you could totally do both at some point it might be for sale but like there's so much where i'm just not ready to yeah. let it go i know i mean I, eventually I, I, I like seeing some dealers where they get something and they're like oh this is cool i'm keeping this for myself you know like you don't see yeah. that often, I feel like and they do don't get yeah. me wrong like when you're at a show first off everything at the show should be for sale mm -hmm. there shouldn't be anything saying well that's not for sale because it shouldn't be there yeah. i mean yeah. obviously the brick and mortar is a little different I don't have too many things up that aren't for sale, but I understand like a guy getting something and getting a cool comic and keeping it. And then, you know, whatever it is, you bought it for, you know, 2000 bucks and now it's going for 10. Yeah. And you're going, ah, you know what? It's a slow month. Can I move it? Can I make this money? I got to pay my mortgage that I can understand you moving it, but no, you have to, you have to collect. If yeah. you're not collecting it, it, it that's silly. You, you know, yeah. I mean, that's what the point I was at, at like 2019, I was there. Like I stopped collecting. I stopped ordering. I, I really looked down on this business. I just, uh, there was a lot of things with it that I, I wasn't happy with. I wasn't having fun. It was like a drone. I was going to the shows and it was like, and then, you know, the pandemic turned out to be, I don't want to say a good thing because it's freaking horrible, but it's nice to find like a silver lining like this. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But something so horrible, terrible. <laughs> exactly. something so horrible happening. It was, we actually had a good story for once because yeah. I'm usually behind the eight ball. Yeah. Yeah. So what are your uh, what are your future aspirations for the store? Oh my god! Uh, 
Oh, he has a list. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I have a scroll. <laughs> no, well, we well, we had Steve Cardenas here, uh, the Red Power Ranger, uh, about a month ago, and we plan on going with that. I mean, I want to have an artist day where I have a few local artists. We want to do uh, an actual art gallery. My whole idea for that is we have a little hallway full of artwork to take that down and have that local artist set up during the weekend when we close down, or obviously we'll still be open, mm-hmm. and he could actually – uh, display his whole artwork and, you know, do, do maybe a commission piece or something out of fact, we want to do, you know, something more on the outside, more of a, a street fairish kind of like, you know, comic con thing with, with our name attached to it. Uh, it there, there's so much stuff that we want to do with store. It's just crazy. I mean, and I want to have wine and cheese with the art gallery. Yeah, <laughs> have wine and cheese. How can we not have wine and cheese? I mean, I that's why we haven't done it yet because with the pandemic, we can't. You know, yeah, it's yeah, been it's... a little weird. But of course, wine, cheese. Ex- that sounds awesome. That's really yeah. cool. Wine and cheese. I'll show up. I, yeah, I like those and ideas. Beer, a lot. And beer, of course. <laughs> of course. Yeah, and, and beer. Uh, but we we want to have the actors here, and I want to have, you know, besides the local artists, I want to have bigger names here. We just started displaying uh, one of one of these local artists. We had that Hulk painting that we just put up. And the guy is super talented. He goes by Jake, and we have his Hulk painting up. He's doing a Godzilla vs. Kong, which is insane. And the guy's super talented. I, and I and I love that, you know, he came to us and we came to an agreement. We're able to put his artwork up and display that, which is kind of cool. And you know, it's it's definitely growing. And who knows, maybe uh, you know, things go well. Another year or so, we could open up another location or or whatever cool. you know <laughs> i mean it's, it's bigger yeah it's a bigger picture and in, in aspirations yes I, I, I want one then if you open up to <laughs> <laughs> wait you want a piece of artwork or you want <laughs> one of the stores yeah both maybe i'll take both. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta fight with uh the management back there gavin's uh he's tough to deal with <laughs> yeah he's he the seems management. like very he seems like the real big boss <laughs> he is. He uh, he yells at me all the time. So <laughs> that's great. That's awesome. All right, Cliff. So before we uh, end this, how about we uh, we do some homework here and tell people first of all where is the store located? Okay, we are Lost for Toys. We are located in West Hempstead. It's five five eight A is an Apple. It's Hempstead Avenue, and it's West Hempstead, New York, Long Island. Uh, you could follow us on Instagram, uh, Facebook. Twitter, we use our same name, Lost for Toys. and uh, Lost for Toys with the number four. Yes, Lost <laughs> for Toys, the number four, correct, yeah. all, all, all together. Uh, like TC was saying before, we we uh, we, we, we have a, a website, lostfortoys.com. We do all, a lot of local shows. You can find us. We do a lot of updates on with uh, Instagram, all the social media. We'll do updates as far as when. Uh, we have shows and whatnot, what, what's coming out. And, of course, whatnot. We do a live auction there. Uh, we sell on Amazon. We do eBay. We're on Macari. We're, we're all over the place. Uh, and just looking Macari, to grow. Have fun. You don't, hear some, mean, you don't hear Macari so much. <laughs> uh, no, Macari's not bad. It's it's, it's fun. It's definitely cool. You know, it's it's, it's definitely, uh, you know, uh, there's no complaints there. So, nice. uh, and they, like I said, I mean, it's, uh, we love it. So, I mean, everybody listening, everybody tuning in, please you know, stop down, lostfortoys.com with the number four. Uh, I don't know what else. <laughs> That's it. I think, I think you gave everything. Yeah. You're, you're good. I, I think if, if someone does stop by, it's more than likely they might run into me because I am there quite often. Some tall, creepy guy yeah, looking at yeah, all yeah. the comic books. <laughs> 
I try not to be creepy. I'm, no, I'm, I'm we, very we all nice. try not to be I pretend I pretend I work really there when I'm there too. I try to be helpful to people. Yeah, <laughs> no, we love that. I mean, that's yeah. what I want the like to reiterate a little bit on what we talked about. It's like I want I know I said this in our last interview that I want people to be comfortable when they come in here. Yeah. You know, it's not necessarily the the goal is yes, to sell items. Yeah. But it's not even about that. It's a, it's a comfortable environment. It's a good experience. And it's just, you know, we, we want you to be welcome here. I don't want people to be pressured. It's, you know, it's, it's awesome. Yeah. yeah and, you, and you're definitely succeeding so far. Cool. I appreciate that. Definitely. Awesome. Well, thanks again, Cliff. This is awesome. It's always good to talk to you. I'm sure it won't be the last time this week that I speak to you either. <laughs> I think I might have sold the He-Man you're looking for, but I do have more oh, coming no. in. So, <laughs> Oh, and yes, we have all the origins. Oh, you have to see. I, I know I'm rambling, but all the figures that came in are ridiculous. You just got the origins in and you didn't tell me? The He-Man origins will be next week. Told you They're that. all coming in. A whole uh -huh. line. Oh, you know what we got in today? Not to give a plug because it's it just talking, but the the uh, Suicide Squad figures, the uh -huh. Bill King Shark, they're insane. Oh yes, I have some. Nice. Oh my god, I can't wait to open a set myself instead of talking my down. It's a Bill King Shark, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, All right, that's awesome, yeah. Cliff. But we'll, we'll definitely be seeing you soon. And please, if you're not already following Cliff, uh, make sure you do that. And if you're not following us or subscribing, please make sure you do that as well. Um, but until next time, remember. Don't be the geeks!